Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It is Monday morning. We made it through a weekend. It is Memorial Day. Thank you so much for those of you that are serving or have served or have given all. We appreciate it. Um, but I got two of my friends in. I got Jason and I got Derek. We're going to go uh, by the numbers. So, Jason, how are you doing this Monday morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic, Bill. It's great to be here with you. And Derek, I'm always pleased to hang out with you guys and, and take part in this draft. It's really cool. And we're really at some great numbers this week, by the way. Yes, we are. Derek, how are you doing? This is your first time in the behind or by the numbers. And I'm so excited to have you in. How are you yeah, doing, Derek? I'm doing great. Uh, hope everybody's having a great holiday weekend. And uh, yeah, thanks for having yeah. me, Bill. Absolutely. Like Jason you said, are it's always good to hang out and talk baseball with you guys, man. It's Absolutely. All right. So. So, Mr. Beck, we're going to start with you. So, we're on numbers 41 to 45. And I've already warned one of the people on here about <laughs> one individual number. So, we're going to see if we're going to throw down tonight. But we'll see. I did watch Rocky earlier this weekend. So, I, Derek, you can be the referee. All right. Jason, who you got for number 41? Well, it's it, I've been really looking forward to this all weekend, just kind of chomping at the bit, ready to get on this in the list and just find it the, the meat and potatoes of the whole draft that we've been doing. We've had some great numbers leading up to this, but this, this set of numbers is really uh, a special set of numbers. And number 41 to lead off this week and to lead off this week's numbers draft uh, is – we're talking the franchise. We're talking number 41, the man, the player that the city field in New York City is named after, Tom Seaver. I mean, who we, we're talking 12-time All-Star here, uh, World Series champion in 69. The Cat won three uh, Cy Young Awards and a Rookie of the Year in 67. Um, I think he led the NL in strikeouts four, maybe five times. I want to say five times if I'm not uh, mistaken. And the dude pitched a no-no at one time in his career as well. So I don't think that uh, that we can really argue uh, 41 being Tom Seaver. We cannot. There's nothing to argue about that. That is a fantastic pick. Derek, who you got? And it is tough to go against the guy who's – number is on the street of city field i guess so, <laughs> um but how about if i go but you know how about <laughs> if i go with a hitter uh who's in the hall of fame who played 17 seasons mostly with the braves he was a 12-time all-star two-time world series champion led the nl in home runs a couple of times i, I found this out today he had a war of 96 and for comparison, Miguel Cabrera's got a war of 67. Am I wow. number 41, 512 home runs, Ed Matthews? Good. Great That's a great, great call. Great call. He was he was my honorable mention. I, I you nailed that, Derek. Uh, my my guy was Tom Seaver, but Jason already listed off his statistics, but I honestly you you can't go wrong with with Ed Matthews right there. That's a great call. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, if Mayflower Dave was on here, he'd be loving that, wouldn't he? Right. 
<laughs> you, you have to understand our friend Dave. If if you, we'll get you on with him too. But he'll pull out a stat in nine in fourteen seventy two after Christopher <laughs> Columbus crossed over during day games when the sun is to the east. I mean, he's pulls out statistics. I'm not making fun of him. He's just a great. Stat, Jason, tell me I'm wrong, man. This guy, oh, he's got great stats. On, on point with that, right on the nose, man. Right, it great. is cool how uh, Matthews went, you know, like a guy, he's a guy who played for the Boston Braves, the Milwaukee Braves, and the Atlanta Braves. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. He definitely was great. Brave. Yeah, he definitely was a Brave, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna let Derek lead off with number 42. Who do you got for number 42, Derek? Well, I'm going to come out of the bullpen, Bill. And oh, no! <laughs> and go to the infield for the guy who's got his number retired on it. I mean, Captain Obvious, the guy who's got his number retired in every major league stadium. And, um, you know, I, I guess it's the one guy with all these numbers. These are great numbers. The one guy who wasn't playing in my lifetime. But, I mean... I can't speak elegantly about anything there is to say about number 42, Jackie Robinson, that hasn't already been said. Uh, but, you know, he's the guy who's the most transcendent legacy, arguably in, in all of baseball with a 10 year major league career. Right. Um, his, his accolades are really crazy. Uh, one of the stats that I came across today when I was looking up, let's see what about Jackie Robinson in his 10-year career, 740 walks, 291 strikeouts. Wow. 740 versus 290. I mean, come on, you know. I think, like, that, that the game kind of changed a little bit, right? When he he only had, uh, you know, like, he only had a – he didn't even have 200 steals in his career. But I think the game the, – the way the game changed uh, when he just came on the scene just because of the – just the presence and the threat of just – a different kind of, of baseball, you know, um, just putting pressure on pitchers and stuff. And like I said, I, I can't say anything about um, the, what hasn't already been said about that number, but if we're doing numbers, these are some great numbers, 41 through 45, but in all of baseball, there's no number better than 42 in my opinion. Fair enough. That's Good a great call. Now I'm going to let Mr. Beck uh, take us a different direction. Cause he, He's going to give this guy love, but he's going to give a little extra love to his Yankees. I'm I'm pretty positive of it. Yeah, and you can't I, go wrong with it, so go ahead. I think that for sure I'm going to preface this uh, number 42. And Derek, you really kind of hit the nail on the head. What, what can we say that hasn't already been said about the great Jackie Robinson uh, and what he has done and uh, brought to the game? through his struggles and successes in his, in his career. Um, but if I'm talking players that I've seen play, we got to go with number 42, Mariano Rivera. We have to go with Mariano Rivera and just the complete dominating player that he was for his career with the New York Yankees. I mean, we're talking 13-time All-Star, five-time World Series champion, World Series MVP, Championship Series MVP, five-time Rolaids Relief Man of the Year, 
uh, comeback player of the year in 2013, even like before he even was close to retiring. Uh, Three-time Major League saves leader, not AL saves leader, but MLB, all of baseball saves leader, and a member of the Hall of Fame. This cat was a starter. Remember that, guys? He was a, a piss-and-up starter when he first came up, and he got shellacked. But you teach him that cutter, and it's all history. So without a doubt, for me, number 42 is Mariano Rivera. You for sure, also, guys I've seen, yeah. You're also talking about the guy who has a record that nobody else has ever had, which is right. how much did – how many votes did he get for the Hall of Fame? 100. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's first, right. first and only, only one, right? To this exactly. point, is that right? Right, first and only. And I love Jeter's comment. He's like, "I want to know the two guys that didn't vote for me." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what Listen, do you think? Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. You think back, and you think during the, you know, the heyday of the, you know, the the newspaper guys of the forties who followed, you know, DiMaggio and fifties and into the sixties with. Uh, Mays and and um, Bob Gibson and those guys, you know, the relationships that some of these guys had with some of the reporters, some of those guys had beef back and forth. And, you know, maybe one of the players gave a little bit more information to one reporter from the New York Daily News and not the Times, and that rubbed one guy the wrong way. So he just decided not to vote for him. In, in the Hall of Fame balloting. And it's really kind of crazy because now in today's time when we have, you know, social media and instant access and we can look statistics up right away and everybody's just so complimentary for the most part about great ball, ball players, it just kind of makes sense that it would transition into that 100% in this generation of player. Yeah. yeah hey, Jason, know you know that for me, the cherry on top also, there's an extra special love I got for Hall of Famers who go hashtag one team. Yeah. So yeah. 19 absolutely. years, right? From the yeah, from absolutely. the farm system to retirement. Um yeah, I get I give them a little extra star. It, it's, how, how about the guy that gets traded to his rival and then retires instead, just drops the mic and says, I'm out. <laughs> Jack Roosevelt Robinson. How about that? No, I'm Either one. You you can't lose with either one, right? Mariano right. Rivera did something that nobody else will ever do. He had one pitch. Yeah, you know, what? that's the thing, Bill. You know, like my I uh, my I think I have to admit is like when I watch baseball like on TV and stuff and it or I listen to it on the radio when people they go, Well, here's like, you know, four seam fastball and he comes on here with the slider and the split and the big curve, and now they're talking about the sweeper. And I, I gotta admit, I can. I, I always am amazed at how everybody can can so quickly identify and tell the pitch and all that. And Rivera's the only one I knew what he was throwing. Right, like, yeah. oh, here comes a cut fastball. <laughs> right, just step in and you know yeah. what's coming, and you still can't hit it, man. You That's just the most amazing thing, right? Well, and and one of from my understanding, and I don't I don't know Mariano personally, but from my understanding of all Yankees, probably one of the most nice and sweet guys on and off the field. Um, Absolutely. 
I hear that. I hear that about Jorge Posada. I hear that he still walks his kids to school. That those type of things. He'll sign autograph, whatever. But Mariano Rivera's you you can't go wrong with him. I have to give it to Jackie Robinson, but you're not going to go wrong with either player, right? Absolutely. Fair uh, enough. The way that Jackie handled the manager in Philadelphia, oh, my gosh. I Oh, man. I don't know if I was his teammate that I wouldn't have been thrown out of that game for charging that dude. Right. Oh, what was so, that guy's name? I just, it was on the tip of my brain right now. Yeah. And then I, I forget, too. Yeah, and then they made him take a picture together. Those two take a picture. Right. It was on the Sporting News. <laughs> Tell me you tell me you feel awkward without telling me you feel awkward, white yeah. guy. <laughs> Jackie's just got this smirk, and this other manager's like. So, anyways, all right. So who? So Jason, you're up. Number forty three. Who you got? Uh, number forty three. It was really kind of a, a close call here. Um, I was really tempted to go with Raul Montesi. Just kidding. Completely <laughs> kidding. And not, you know, uh, that was just a kind of a little. Uh, We're not doing burgers humor. by the numbers, Jason. Yeah. This is yeah. burgers by the numbers. This is a little forty-three humor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we were doing the burger segment on the show. I mean, we'd definitely be talking Montessi burger. Montessi burger. Um, yeah. But if we're talking greatest players of all time, forty-three. Uh, there's really. Uh, no, well, there could be a little bit of an argument because if we think about this player early in his career, there would be no way that we would be talking about him as one of the greatest. But in the tail end of his career, in the back end when he was a closer for the A's, there's no doubt that number 43 goes to Dennis Eckersley of the Oakland Athletics. I mean, who would have thought when he was pitching in Cleveland as a starter in the late 70s or even in Chicago with the crappy Cubs back in those days that he would turn into – you know, perhaps the second greatest closer of our generation. Um, but I mean, to you know, twice he was major league baseball saves leader. He was uh, he won the Cy Young. He won the '88 uh, championship series MVP. And I mean, believe it or not, he was a six-time All Star. But Dennis Eckersley takes it for me. Okay, so what what are you going, Derek? Well, I think uh, I'm. I'm also going to go Eck, who, by the way, I, I, one of the other interesting things about Eckersley is the the lore is he's kind of credited with the phrase walk-off home run, right? After the 88, right. Gibson, and he, he said, yeah, he hit a walk-off home run. And I think they, they, people have said that that's the first time somebody used that phrase. But, hey, here's mine. So I, I knew if I, I, I need to have somebody in my – plan b here because there's not too many 43s actually but i'm gonna go with an eck but not the eck that jason went that jason beck went with oh beck oh beck eck how about that you see what i did there i just made that up i just realized that when i saw your name on the screen there jason um but i'm gonna go with this this is somebody that we're going jerseys i mean i'm a padres fan so if you're gonna put me in the brown taco bell uh uniform throwback uniform i might go with this 43 he only played for eight years but he was one of my favorites because some of you know like i grew up in hawaii with the triple a islanders so i saw this guy he signed my glove came up uh was an all-star in 83 pitched for the cub busters as a swing man so situational lefty 
for the 84 NL champs, you know, played eight years, had the whole thing with his, with the unfortunate tumor in his arm and the, the comeback coming back and pitch Dave Dravecki. Oh, great call, man. That's so a good call. That's my backup plan right there. And, you know, like that was pretty amazing right there when he, when he came back for, after having that surgery and then, there was no like uh, built. He came on a major league game and he like threw like eight innings and won a game. Man. Yeah. After having yeah. a tumor taken out of his throwing arm. I was watching the game live yeah. that he uh, reheard himself. Yeah. And oh, it scared me as that, a kid. Oh, that was, but, uh, that was, he was, heart yeah. Broke. But really, he was, he was like one of, you know, the 84 Padres when they went on their run and stuff. Man, he was one of the low key, uh, heroes for them man he, he would just do whatever whatever it took give him the ball you know yeah um, and uh and he was some somewhere in my in my parents uh garage or something i've got like one of those one of those game game balls from minor leagues it's got tony gwynn tim flannery and dave javecki's signature on it i don't know what happened to it but i know i got it that's but, cool uh, yeah. one of these days maybe i'll find it again <laughs> yeah that's cool that's an appropriate pick. Wait, that's a that's a yeah. hard pick right there, man. That's pretty good. That's a great I mean, he pick. Threw, actually, he threw maybe like forty three miles an hour at top speed. Yeah, and was effective. You know, I mean, yeah. what was that a, delivery? That it wasn't even a submarine delivery. It wasn't a sidearm delivery. It was kind of a mixture of both, and it it looked like he was going to hurt himself every pitch, but he was so effective with that delivery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, great call, Derek. And we got to get you on these more. You're invited to the next one, Doug. On it, this is great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, there you go. All right. So I had to go with Dennis Eckersley as well. Um, and I, and I'll tell you why. I like Dave Derecki. There's not a lot of people like like both of we both of you have mentioned. Not a lot of people that have worn 43. But here's what got me over the top. You have a guy who has 197 wins, also almost 200 wins, you have a guy who has 390 saves and a career ERA, uh, a career ERA of 3.50. That's hard to do, to have over 300 saves, almost 400 saves and almost 200 wins, you know, and the best mullet in baseball, right? And so, you know, and as a Dodger fan, my one of my favorite all-time opposing pitchers <laughs> absolutely he's, you, you just love to see when he came in in that game right yeah well and you see <laughs> he's a class act the dodgers have done a number of times where they've rebuilt that team and done different things and eckersley's come out eckersley's thrown the first pitch to kirk gibson before at the dodger game who's gonna do that right right i mean class act i mean it it almost it's like when the the a couple years before he passed away when Bill Buckner was invited into Boston to throw out the first pitch. Big moments, bigger than yeah. baseball, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and yeah. that had some fine hair, man. He had the wings yeah. going and everything, man. Like those misty hairspray, and he's good to go. Yeah, and he I mean, when he would throw, he had you know had had the strings coming off the glove, and he's all wiry and. He's kind of like sighting it like a sniper, you know. He, yeah. He, he kind of like looking at looking at the plate with one eye cocked. Man, that was his, he was awesome. Man, when he was his delivery he, was uh, was what kept chiropractors in business. 
<laughs> I tell you, I mean, this guy. All right, so number 44, Derek, why don't you start us off here? I know who Jason's going to go with. I already know. I already know. If he doesn't, it's going to be an honorable mention, I guarantee it. But, Derek, why don't you start us off with number 44? Well, so last time I, I got to lead off with 42. That was a hard one. I get 44 again. This is another hard one for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Welcome again, to the show, on, Derek. Thanks my, for being here. My, thank you, Bill. Put on my <laughs> hat right here for uh, the guy who played 23 seasons. Also, it, uh, maybe, maybe he was he was why uh, Ed Matthews was successful for a long time, maybe. Maybe because he was backing him up. <laughs> uh, but uh, the hammer, I'm going to hammer Hank Aaron. Um, the crazy stat about Hank Aaron is the guy had what 3,771 hits, 755 home runs. You take away, take away all his home runs, and the man still had 3,000 hits. That is, is like one of the most amazing things that can that blows my mind. Uh, also, uh, all you know, still the all time uh, total base leader, RBI leader. Um, a lifetime 305 with that. And so that's the guy I'm going. A mind blown. I'm, I'm not really one who pays attention. I'm old school, so I don't pay attention to the war all that much. Hank Aaron's war is 143. Wow. That's nuts. That's that is. That, that, um, the number almost kind of looks really weird when you when you look at it. Wow. You know? That's mind blowing. Yeah. You know, and it's it's interesting because growing up and, you know, no disrespect to the old school players, but I really growing up was not a huge, huge over the top Hank Aaron fan. Um, I liked him. I respected him. But once once that uh, all century team came out and that statistic that you yourself just read, take away all of his homers and the cat still has over 3000 hits. I, right. He he had the worst, in my opinion, as watching a hitter as a hitter, uh, as, even as an assistant hitting coach. He was always so early and on the front foot so early. I always wondered how he could even make not do anything but just pull the ball foul. And he had the it was just this odd yes. approach yes. and load, and he was just way out on his front foot, and he still just clobbered the shit out of the ball. Excuse my French. Yeah, you're good. But in seeing him more and more now, that was just, you know, it, it take away the criticalness and, and the critiquing of the of the stance and the approach, but he was lethal. Yeah. Yeah. He so Derek, here's my here's my uh here's my trivia question for you. We know that he hit number 715 off Al Down into the Dodgers in 1974. Who was on deck? After Hank Aaron. Wow, I don't, I have no idea. Is, was that Dusty Baker? Yes, it was. Was it? Really? It was. Okay. Oh, you wow. How about that? <laughs> it was World Series I, champion manager Dusty Baker, and okay. you know the team that he then goes and plays for two years later and goes to the World Series three times with it was Dusty Baker. I wasn't yeah. sure if he, Dusty had scored a run. Right. Or Who would have? That's some um, crazy stuff, man. Dusty's a man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Got Dusty, some stories. Uh, you know, Al Downing has a you know yeah. has something in the record books, and Dusty Baker's the guy on deck. 
But you know, he can't also he also can't gloss over all he did all that stuff while still having all the pressure on him of right being, yeah. being the man he was in the South and all that stuff. And absolutely, my good my goodness, um, so much respect for that man. Absolutely, Jason. Who do you got for number forty four? Well, guys, it's you know if you know me and you know where I'm coming from. Uh, you know, 44, we got Hank Aaron, for sure, absolutely one of the top five players in, in history. Um, and uh, it was even real close for me to consider going with Reginald Martinez Jackson of the New York Yankees. But if you know me at all, boys, you know who we're going with tonight. The legend. <laughs> The legend that speaks for itself. His uh, his accomplishments are uh, too numerous to list. But we are going with the Cincinnati Reds slugger number forty four, Adam Dunn, the big donkey <laughs> baby, six foot six, one four hundred and sixty two career home runs, a hard. 237 average. I got to tell you, it's a little hot harder than you would think. Um, and a <laughs> career 1,168. That's a big 1,168 RBIs. And I got to tell you, this guy won the World Series of Poker once using Uno cards. So ask me about any other Hall of Famer that is awesome like that. I don't think you can find one. So for sure, without a doubt, you look up all the MLB records, and Adam Dunn is number two all time on every record. So we're going Adam Dunn, baby, number forty-four. I rest my case. The Legion of Dunn. He just dropped the mic. Everybody, yeah, I knew that was that. coming. <laughs> Everybody knew that was coming. If you know Jason, you knew that was coming. Think of all the people who have just pulled over on Monday. The Monday morning traffic is just a mess right now. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, that's probably right, Derek. You're absolutely right. Yes. Everybody's looking up stats on the side of the road. Yeah. You got CHP. Well, number two all time. Number two. Hey, Jason, you remember, though, I, I said the lore has it that when he hit one of those home runs and it ended up on the barge on the Ohio River and it ended up in, you know, in Kentucky. So he actually literally hit another a home run into another state. So. Interstate home run. Interstate home done. run. Uh huh. The only now one. Now we're talking. That's the <laughs> that's the Coupe de Grassi right there, man. That is the that is yeah. the that is the icing on the cake, Derek. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, that leaves it, uh, the door wide open for you, there, Bill. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I listen. I can't argue with Adam Dunn. By the way, when I was preparing for this last night, Adam Dunn's statistics were a lot better than I thought. I forgot that he had crossed 400 home runs. I forgot that he had, I think it's 20 home runs over 400 feet. There was a, a number of things or 30 home runs, some ridiculous amount over 450 or something like that. I had forgot some statistics. You cannot, um, you cannot take away from Henry Aaron. Forget about what he did on the field. But he had to endure off the field because you were chasing after the legend of Babe Ruth. Right. Not fair. Right. I mean, it's baseball. It's not politics. Right. And so. Right. Uh, so you got to go there. 
but I'm going to step away from both of you and I'm going to go with what I'm going to call perseverance. I love business. Okay. And I'm, I'm a student of business. I like business. I like how business runs. I like how thinking, understanding how people think in business. Baseball is a game of failure. It is a game of failure to its utmost degree. This gentleman had 9,864 at-bats, struck out 2,597 times, but also hit 563 home runs. Reginald Martinez-Jackson. Yes, baby. So I'm going to take it from the perspective of, listen, if you're a kid and you're listening to this, this is why you never give up. And I know the generations right now, every social media, you got to get right, whatever, right? But you never give up because this guy, this guy struck out his second season in baseball, struck out 171 times, 171 times. Now he could have just packed it in and said, I'm done. The very next season, he hit 47 home runs, 47. So talk about a little bit of perseverance, right? Right. What's the quote from Rocky Balboa? It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and how much you can take uh, and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. That's why I'm going after Reggie Jackson. Great Make call. sense, boys? That's a great call. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, think about the home run he hit in the 72 All-Star game in oh. Detroit. That thing's still going, right? <laughs> And he's an yes. Arizona State alum. He's where? Where are we? Arizona State. Yeah, that's it. Four, there you go. Four, yeah, seven, and, something like that. I will you, say, I go, go ahead. ahead I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Derek. I, I will say that I I watched that uh, that Reggie documentary on on Amazon, and that's one of the best baseball documentaries I've, I've I've seen. I just I really enjoyed it, and you know he, like you said, man, the journey that it took. When I think when I was growing up. I, I saw him as kind of like, it was the same time, you know, you guys mentioned Rocky. I thought like he was like the living version of Apollo Creed. That's what yeah. it was like at the same time. And, you know, he was like all the bluster and all that, but behind that man, he was carrying a load on his shoulder with all that stuff and the yeah. pressure and still trying to make it. And then he gets thrown into New York and man, you know, he becomes Mr. October and we're talking number 44. And the interesting thing is he, he's got a, his number nine is retired in Oakland. Right. Things he did when he went to New York, he wanted to wear 42 because of, because of Jackie Robinson, since he couldn't wear nine because of, because of Maris. But yeah. I think they said there was some other coach who wouldn't give him 42. So he took wow. 44 for Hank Aaron to honor Hank Aaron. Right. That's cool. And, and that's how he became monument park 44 was yeah. homage to the the Hank Aaron. So yeah. The the only the only player that I can think of that, that I can I mean just comes to mind off the bat who is who was just about as good um at an equal playing field as Reggie as far as clutch prime performance coming through in prime time and just being a absolute winner. The only other person I can think of is David Ortiz. The yeah. only other person I can think yeah. of that that's clutch, on the clutch gene yeah. would be David Ortiz. Clutch gene. Yeah. So I've got a great story about him. We'll talk about offline after this because it was shared 
by a friend of mine who actually met Reggie and it's a personal story and I don't, don't want to share his stuff on here, but yeah, it's, I got a great story because you mentioned Derek about that, about that documentary from, from a specific company. And, and when I watched that, it made everything make sense. And what my buddy had told me, mm. everything makes sense. Mm. Um, Jason, if you haven't watched it yet, I strongly encourage you to, to watch it. Um, we'll, we'll talk offline so that we don't name names of companies and stuff like right. that, that, you know, but, um, but yeah, Reggie Jackson, hey, listen, if you're looking for perseverance, this is that guy, right? If you yeah, have a kid, that was amazing. yeah, if you have a kid who says, gee, I just can't do it. I think I'm going to quit. Show him Reggie Jackson's 1968 uh, season versus the 1969 season. Great point. So, Hey, you um, know, he's, he's still the all time uh, postseason home run leader from the left side. You know that? Yep. yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. You know who so, number two is? Adam Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> Legion. Legion, baby. There Legion. There you go. <laughs> you so, left the door else? swinging open there, Derek. Uh, you left the yeah. door swinging. Yeah. Well, you know, so, Adam Dunn can slam a revolving door. So uh, there you go, <laughs> see, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. Beck, close this up shop with number 45. This oh. one's going to be highly debated, too. So this is going to be fun. It's going to be hard to move past 44 and leave Adam Dunn in the rear view. But if we're talking and moving forward, um, we're going to be talking greatest number 45s. Um, I'm going to be going with the eight-time All-Star, three-time Cy Young Award winner, Triple Crown Award winner and a five-time Major League Baseball ERA leader, Pedro Martinez, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I mean, if you just look at, talk about his career and uh, what he brought to the table with each and every one of his teams, um, this Pedro Martinez is probably one of the most dominating players of our generation, period. Um, and he's completely my choice for number 45. So, Derek, just so that you know, last Wednesday when Jason did his show, right, he went on and on and on about Aaron Judge with an Orioles fan on. Joe, who's an Orioles fan. So now he's going after me as a Dodger fan because Pedro Martinez was a Dodger. Dodger. And yeah. we let yeah. him go for fungal bats <laughs> and batting practice balls because Tommy Pasta-loving Lasorda, Lasorda said this, too, this dude is too skinny He'll never do anything in baseball. His brother was supposed to be better than him. That's I think Ramon. they kept Ramon instead of him, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have some relation to Dennis, I think, as well, if I'm not mistaken. And then De uncle, cousin, something like that. And uh, Dennis threw a no-hitter at Dodger Stadium. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> so, it, it, good call. The – Ladies and gentlemen, the Yankee fan just mentioned a Boston Red Sox. Good for you, Jason Beck. I, hats off to you, my friend, for, for okay. being honest about it. I am still daddy. feeling okay, though. I, I'm feeling okay. It, took, it was hard, but I powered <laughs> through it, and I still gave him the props. There you go. There you go. All right, Derek. One of the best. Got? One of the best. Well, I will take the, the, the 45. That would be the, the counterpoint to a great choice of Pedro Martinez would be another pitcher 
from the earlier era that we all know. It's the 17 seasons on one team. There you go. Right? Uh, mm -hmm. 251 wins. I mean, they changed the mound for him after he had a 1.12 ERA for a season, for an entire season. Yep. Right, in which he won a Cy Young, got two Cy Youngs, won a world, won an MVP, uh, two-time World Series champion, World Series MVP, nine-time All Star, nine-time Gold Glove. Um, Bob Gibson. Absolutely. Great choice. Great call. My hat's off yes. to him. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But much respect. What? That's a great call. And what Derek didn't tell you is that season that he had the 1.12 ERA, he started 34 games, completed 28 of them. Wow. Of the 28 complete games, he pitched 13 shutouts. Wow. And let's not forget, that's 1968. Okay, so think of some of these amazing players that are in the National League in 1968. Yeah. This isn't an easy feat, right? No. This this guy is fantastic. Um, you know, he, he did have a rough season the next season where he had a 2.18 ERA. Woo! Yeah, I mean, he started 35 games. He completed another 28 of them. He had 56 shutouts in his career, 255 complete games. Yeah, that's nuts. That's You're crazy. never going to see that again. That's a huge stat for me is complete games, man. I, yeah. I, that's so great to see, man, when guys in those days pitched, finished what they started. Yeah, especially with the kind of numbers that Gibson had, right? It's one, it's one thing to have completed games just to complete them and give up three or four or whatever, but – yeah, to be just that dominant. I mean, right. Crazy. I mean, I want to see pitchers today get out of situations. In those days, it was like, you know, they, they fought through things. They they figured out a way to, to get through, uh, you know, first and second with uh, nobody out situation. Or, you know, and today it's like, oh, got to pull the guy after three and two thirds. And uh, because there's a left-hander coming up and back-to-back left-handers are coming up, we need to yeah. bring him out so that he doesn't have anything to do with the game, period. He just yeah. kind of filled in the spot. And they don't let guys work through situations anymore. No. And I'll, and I'll be honest. I just looked this up as, as we were talking about this because, Derek, this is a fantastic call, by the way. Absolutely. 17 of his 17 seasons, 10 of them, he had at least 15 wins or more. Five uh, 20 uh, game wins, mm. 20 game uh, winning seasons. It's just wow. ridiculous. Um, and of that, he had double digit complete games in all but one, two, three, four, all but four of his 17 seasons. And the first season wow. doesn't even count because it only started nine games. So how are you supposed to have a double digit with that? But his third year in the league, he started 35 games and he completed 10 of them. I mean, now, Pedro, phenomenal. I don't want to take anything away from that guy. Both of these guys, though, both of these guys were pitchers after my own heart. You step in, you dig in, you talk trash, you, like, show off or something like that. One's coming at your dome, right? right. Nobody was going to mess with Bob Gibson because he wasn't afraid to get thrown out of the game. He wasn't afraid to throw at you. Pedro Martinez, same thing. Yep. 
Pedro will always, in my mind, be remembered for the 1999 All-Star Game at Fenway Park, where he struck out, what, the first five batters or six batters? Yeah. And that start, McGuire, Sosa. So he was pretty phenomenal like that. Um, you know who I think was batting seventh after that was Adam Dunn. So he couldn't strike out Adam Dunn, baby. <laughs> Adam Dunn struck out Pedro Martinez. That's right, from behind the plate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Adam yeah. Dunn is Pedro's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're talking, Derek. You got it, brother. Mm. Oh, well, this is too much. You need to come back. Top fan rivalry followers. This is my favorite thing to do is to go through these these by the numbers because they're just phenomenal. Um, I want to thank Derek. I want to thank Jason. You guys are great guys. Stick on stick online for a second, but you guys are fantastic guys. Um again, happy. Memorial Day to all of you out there, especially you veterans. Again, much love, much hats off to you guys. For those of you that have lost family members in the service, thank you for giving your all so that we can be free. We appreciate it. It's much more than baseball, but these are my friends, and I love these guys. These are guys are great. So, Derek, Jason, we're going to have you back on again, okay? Right on. Thank you so good. much, Thanks man. Appreciate it. I think I'm going to go get myself a Mondesi burger now. That's nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a double burger, the, extra the cheese. Be kind of soft. Yeah, it's some... pretty soft, man. <laughs> it's, soft, it's gonna it's gonna have some pretty good jalapeno <laughs> spice to it, though. So. There you go. All right. All right. Take have care, a good guys. one, guys.